Hey, what's hey. up? Welcome to Uber Ball Raw USA. How are you, Uber Ball? Yeah, it's the last day of the year. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's time to uh, summarize it up. Uh, maybe the word should you okay sure yeah i don't know uh, what you want to do on the last day of the year well um you know i just i'd like to start the show by bringing up i was reading an article on npr a retired military general his name is paul eaton he's yeah. a retired army major general senior advisor to vote vets he spoke with npr's mary louise kelly and he's talking about that the government needs to be prepared for a coup, a, a potential coup from within the government in 2024, because he says that um, there was 124 retired generals and admirals that signed a letter contesting the 2020 elections. So they're obviously concerned about that uh, because uh, the duly elected president uh, needs to be clear and understood. He says that we should be prepared for, because it can infect anybody at any rank and file of the military, according to this guy, and that we they play out war game scenarios in the U.S. government for potential like um, scenarios and to be prepared for them, but they weren't prepared for January 6th, and he feels like they need to do these war games, be prepared for the eventuality of the possibility that people within our own government, the fact that the government didn't act on that day is mind boggling to him. And I agree with that. I just find that to be, I find the concerns over that to be the biggest thing this year, more than COVID because freaking the, the our country is hanging on the balance of totalitarian dictatorship if we don't accept that the opposing party won in a clear-cut victory. I mean, we don't want a coup here in the United States. I don't want that to happen in the future. And I think that people downplaying it are fucking sinister. And that's that's the biggest message besides the environment that I would take from this year. How about you? I 100% agree that that year, starting on January 6th, the, the storm on the Capitol... Uh, was the darkest hour of democracy in America. And uh, I think, yes, we want to try it with try it with cynicism and humor and making fun out of everything. But I think also in, in a way we establish this kind of almost that it's clear or okay that 50% of the country are not demo democratic anymore. That the Republicans turned into a, a, a shit show, a maniac shit show, like Trump slaves uh, following him because they put the career over their any kind of honor, knowledge, and moral. So yeah. people like or whatever, all that people, they follow blindly a leader. And uh, it's even worse as under Hitler, to be honest. And you know why? Because under Hitler, when Hitler finally took over, uh, 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 you, you were dead. You know, like it's it's uh, uh, it's you were you were just got killed if you opposed him. 
And here in US so far, we are far away from this. And I think uh, uh, there is a, a better chance now, uh, you know, like the, this kind of, of course, there is, is, there is still the police, there is still the courts, there is still like the institutions uh, who came in from the constitution and everything. But we seeing that what Bill Mayer said, like a slow moving coup, right? Removing uh, uh, election uh, boosts, like where you cannot, where you can go and vote. Uh, removing it out of the black community so that they cannot vote. Stuff like this. Yeah, they're you playing know? games. They're playing fucking games. Yeah, yes, but but we but but also like the the absurd thing is that the Biden uh, uh, let them do this. You know that the Biden uh, um, doesn't take it serious enough. What's going on? Yeah, I think it's a lot of it is like left hand, right hand. Like, you don't see the big picture until you take a step back. And right now, Biden is not seeing the, the big picture of the damage that allowing certain things like this to continue. Un, un, he, wants, he wants it to be like, okay, we need a bridge to bipartisanship. That doesn't mean get, let them get away with fucking everything and just say, well, Republicans will be Republicans. There's certain things that are, core, that are against our core democracy. Uh, it's it's alarming. Yeah, and that is, but, but that is the thing. It's like, uh, it's almost also like you don't reach the other side of the voters with everything. Like we we are looking, everything we're looking at is two sided, right? Uh, how many Republicans or like conspiracy theorists or QAnon people and Proud Boys would watch? Don't look up. You know, it would be interesting because, I mean, I, I always hope that a lot of things um, even out in just uh, having, for example, in movies and, and not only in, in news shows, um, even things out because people getting some other ideas or whatever in, in their brain. I think also in, I think Don't Look Up is uh, by far the most important film of the year. And, uh, but also based on few other things. Uh, Meryl Streep, place the president at that point and she is like trump so means like in the uh, uh she's a right-wing nut uh playing that, that she's playing a republican leader yeah. right and i think that comes on the sidelines just across that they are completely let's say bought you know that then that that elon musk uh, jeff bezos billionaire guy uh, who basically convinced them to not shoot the comet uh, uh, far, far away already out of the, the, the direction of the Earth. No, to say, look, let's shoot it in a thousand pieces and then we can mine it. We can keep what the comet brings, the lithium, the gold, the diamonds, whatever. So the greed wins and finally the Earth goes under. But all the rich people, and we see that with Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, why are they planning to go to the fucking Mars? You know, yeah, save that, what we have now. I agree with that. Yeah, that I think it's a hundred percent realistic, even if we laugh about it. But the reality is, they're actually spending. Why they would spend like twenty percent of their wealth, thirty percent of their wealth, uh, 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 wealth to 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 fly out of space because they gave up. They already know we go under, and 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 that is the thing. But not from a comet who falls down. No, from from 
catastrophic incident after catastrophic incident after catastrophic incidents. Here comes the pandemic, here comes the hurricane, here comes the yeah. drought, here comes the fire, here comes the earthquake from fracking. And, and, and. They, they don't think that we actually will have a fucking happy end. And, and I think also like when I follow the US politics very close, but I, but I see also even with the CNN and, and uh, more the, the middle media, right? So first of all, Fox News was again by far the most successful cable news, right? So that it, it was like the number one, way more as NBC, way more as CNN watching Fox News. That is already a, a catastrophic indication of what the people actually follow and what they believe <laughs> So they're consuming okay. propaganda, is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely, because Fox News is like barely news. It's it's really propaganda. You have one uh, right-wing nut host after the other uh, uh, leading you through the, the programs, the Tucker Cards. And, the, and, and, yeah. and, and, so, the, and, the problem is, is that people who watch this shit, like these people are like celebrities to them. They look up to them. They're like, I see myself in Tucker Carlson, or they see their voice in Tucker Carlson. So... Any yeah. attack on Tucker Carlson, it's like an attack on them, and they take it very fucking personally. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, and and uh, with the with the whole Corona vaccine situation, they were able also to drag over to the to the, the right wing people uh, all that kind of more. Remember your Tinder date thing. Uh, like this, <laughs> because I tell you, a lot of the vegan, vegetarians, yogi, spiritual woman, middle-aged woman, turned into absolutely nutcases <laughs> over the last no over Corona. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I, know, like, I, I know maybe 20, 30 people in Germany that are not they're not vaccinated, and I tell you, eighty percent are women with children, and and they totally. Yeah. Believe if you they get shipped or they're getting and and they totally believe corona is completely harmless and whatsoever right well and, yeah they're they're used to being authoritarians and they're sitting around the house all day what are they gonna do they're we're watching that fox news you know so so i think that they, it's it's a very positive thing to be influenced by movies like Armageddon or Deep Impact or movies where the earth was about to be destroyed and then we stopped it but Let's be fucking realistic. I think movies like Don't Look Up should have been more brutal because I think that people should be coming out of that fucking movie in tears. Like there was another movie that was like that, um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World with Steve oh, yeah. Carell. Yeah, I that was a good movie. And my ex-wife came out of that movie in tears, bawling. I know, and that, and it, but that's it what we need. What's that? But it tanked. It was not a success, right? Yeah, I know, but but that I'm just thinking like if these movies are the, they're they're like kind of like a they they like you say they have comedy to try and get people to watch, but they have a message under that. People need to take the message more fucking serious. That's sort of like Rampage. Rampage is like the trimmings of an action film, but it has an underlying message that people are almost tricked into seeing. They don't realize what they've signed up for. Don't look up is the same kind of punch in the gut uh storytelling yeah but but uh, uh i i mean i'm very happy that netflix made that movie uh working right so because also in the movie theaters it didn't did well 
uh, and, and now where you can watch it for free, basically on Netflix, or hopefully a lot of people see it. But let's, let's don't talk about the movie. I think um, the, the, the political point you made is, has an enormous uh, weight. And I think also, and that is the thing, I think it's important for me as a European um, to tell a little, like, I mean, I don't know how many people in the US hear us, but we, of course, we, we hope it's getting more and more. But for example, let's uh, do two international political situations. The one sure. thing, Biden talked to Putin, right? Putin is, has all his military standing at the Ukrainian border. Yes. And but on Russian territory. So he said, I can do it on Russian territory with the, whatever I want. So it's true, right? But of course, if you march to somebody's border, you think also to cross the border takes you five minutes now with all your military. So it's a threat. But now we have to see it for one second, not from the US perspective. See for one second what happened to Putin and Russia in the last 25 years. It happened that the whole Russian empire with all that satellite countries from Lithuania to Poland, to Czech Republic, to Hungary, they were all leaving them and went into the EU and into the NATO. So okay. that happened to Russia. Means they, Russia wants to be influential still, I get yeah, it. Exactly, and they lost more and more power more and more money, more and more territory. So during the EU and the NATO territory was, was moving east. Germany was always the border to the east, but now it's not Germany. Anymore. What? Okay. Huh? So, uh, no, no, you were almost gone out of the line. So, but, so then it's, it's like, then, then we have like, uh, uh, so Russia lost a lot of influence and they're getting always sanctions against them for whatever reasons, right? So they, whatever, support Lukashenko in, in white Russia, like the in, in Belarus and, you know, like stuff like this, or they're getting sanctions because they incarcerate uh, regime critics. So, and why, and that is the thing what I don't get is, why we don't, like Putin said, he will not move into Ukraine but he wants also from our side, like kind of a guarantee that we're not moving more and more east. And to be honest, the only country what Europe could still take basically or the NATO would be Belarus. But there is Lukashenko. He's a butcher and a dictator. So he will never get into NATO or he'll never get into the EU. So and why we cannot give Putin the guarantee? Where's the problem? Yeah. I mean, that is the thing. We, I think we also have to, like, at one point, and that was always the same shit with all, with all presidents, and I'm not talking about Trump, talk about Biden right now and before Biden and, 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 and Clinton and Obama. Why we don't try to integrate that country more? Give them a little. Say, okay, you know what? We want also that people in Russia are happy, but you have to stop incarcerating everybody who's criticizing you. But in exchange, we guarantee you we're not taking more countries from the East into and there are barely barely any countries left right uh, uh, into the nato or into eu but we want to do trade with everybody we do trade with ukraine but we're not putting them in the nato or the eu so boom that is the first thing the second example i want to give is the iranian nuclear deal the iranian nuclear deal trump bloated it was everything was good and, and iran had no sanction against them and they didn't 
made nuclear bombs or didn't try to make nuclear bombs. And people from all around the EU and from US could go to Iran and they were checking on them. They were checking that they don't, uh, with the uranium they have, that they don't start building actually nuclear bombs. Then Trump blowed it, said, fuck you, uh, I'm stepping out of the deal. Then Iran got sanctions against them. And the sanctions hurt them for trade, for money. People are starving. People in Iran are fucked based on the sanctions. Uh, they froze assets from Iran outside. So now Iran, what are they doing? They try to build nuclear bombs. So, and yeah, they doubled it, down. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it totally makes sense. You know, because if you play by the rules, the Iran played by the rules, they made a contract with all of us. And then we breached the contract with Trump. We destroyed the contract. So how can we now blame Iran for what they're doing? Instead, we should say sorry for the totally error and idiotic Trump decision and, yeah. and say, look, here's the deal. We release all your foreign accounts. We do all the trade with you. We, we, uh, we integrate you uh, back, but you stop building the stuff and you let our control uh, uh, troops coming in from time to time to check on everything. So you need to give if you want to take, you cannot just, and that is the biggest mistake from America in all that years. They only one-sided negotiate things and pressure countries into war or into like building ISIS or building this and building that. They pressure them in. And I, I, I hate that. Why we don't give and take? I mean, you, uh, how, you know, how Iranian leader, like, but you can, uh, so you can say, let me finish sure, that line. Sure, sure. So how can an Iranian leader look his people in the eyes and say, we just give completely up. Everything is frozen. We have no fucking food. The Americans squeeze us out to the ground. We're totally done. And we don't even build now nuclear bombs. We give a shit. We just starve to death. And America is happy. Good luck. How can I do that? It's total bullshit. So it's like nobody can do this, what America is asking them to do, like completely fucking bent over. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's idiotic. You know it's what I think the problem is, is I think that, for example, Russia, Yes. If Russia does one wrong move, um, which I agree, the jailing people is the wrong move, like it's anti-democratic, totally. but they're doing it to maintain power. They're doing it to give a message. And the U.S. is, from that moment on, they just won't take them seriously as somebody that they can do straight deals with. It's almost like the U.S. tries to undermine their intelligence. And I don't think Putin is stupid. No. I think that Putin is doing what's good for his country, he wants to maintain power, but he's saying things like, who's to guarantee me that in 2024 or 2025, your new successor or whatever will not breach this deal? Same thing with Iran. They need guarantees beyond our fucked up political system. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yes, that is the point. It's like if you make a, a contract, it, you cannot say – after four years, maybe another president comes in and then you can shove the contract up your ass. That is not how it works in international yeah. relationships. You have to say that is the deal and we follow that deal no matter who is the president. And But it's, it's, it's also what you said, like think about like Putin. Yeah, he put people to jail. And we, of course, reporting about it back and forth. But where is Assange, Snowden, Chelsea Manning? Uh, what, what is in the U.S.? Why are millions of black people in jail for possession? Why is like, I mean, that is, you, you can come, uh, uh, but Russia is not doing like 
one article after the other how much injustice in America is. You know, and that is the thing. There, It's always we acting always outside of U.S. like the world police. And we are. But, but look at the moral in America. Look at what 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 is America? Yeah. It's like still a racist country. It's still like uh, 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 there is no equal pay. There is no uh, the, it's just insane. They try to rig the election. They don't accept election results. You know, like where you had that. Otherwise, you had the, the, what happened in the last election in U.S. happened only in banana republics, like in to Tongo, Togo, Congo, whatever. Where like the guy says, "Okay, now I chop your head off because you won the election." But in the like, even in Germany with the elections this year, the right corner party uh, they didn't they didn't set the election results are rigged. They're like, "Fuck, we got only ten percent." End of the story. You know, and they, because they know that the people, the, the people will not believe them that the election system was rigged. So, in in uh, you know, instead they're thinking, why we're not getting more votes? So we have to change our subject matters. But in America, we are now so far that the, the Republicans know that with uh, under normal circumstances they cannot win election. They can only win it because there will be always in total numbers. They are always basically. 50 58 to 42 in votes if you just would count all the votes uh for once and not in the, in the different countries in the different states so it would the democrats would win every election so and but but that is not the case so they ricking the 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 the, the uh, gerrymandering everything they make it harder to vote for immigrants they uh, they make it hard to vote for uh, uh, people that came out of jail that they can vote again and 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 it's endless and it's it's a total putin system what they try to install in us you know putin in russia if he loses election we all know that we will never hear that he lost the election because we know, of course, they were totally rigged election. That is what we expect from a Putin or from Kim Il Jung and whatever, because they are dictators. They only acting like uh, they are asking somebody to vote for them. I mean, Kim Il Jung not in North Korea has no election, but in Iran are elections, for example. You know, but there are only elections between the total lunatic religious uh, crazy people and the religious crazy people. So there is nothing. It's not that in Iran is a social democratic party or a green party trying to get elected. They know that they toast when they even try it. So so and so that but that is different in Europe and in North America and exactly that difference especially in the USA is dwindling away and the US goes to the dark side yeah the US needs i mean let's talk about the development of the philosophical underpinnings of the US constitution or just the concept of it i think that americans need to be retaught this to make sure that each and every 18 year old American truly understands the Constitution here in the United States, how we got there, how it developed, and what our forefathers wanted us to understand years later, like now. It's an important bit of education, I think, that we need to readdress with people um, uh, because it's a problem. I mean, what are we going to do? Uh, people need to stop being proud and start being open to the fact that, like, uh, you know, if somebody was mentally ill, would they really know that they were mentally ill? Or if somebody was being led or manipulated, would they really be conscious of the fact that they're manipulated? People need to be strong enough to be able to 
dissect and disseminate and accept all sorts of information. Like the problem is even with like politics, um, even like movies, like if you say something like if if a Democrat goes up, uh, here's a Republican say something that they don't like. The Democrat will never take anything the Republican says seriously. Uh, And I don't think that's fair. I think that totalitarian, like what we, how we should be dealing with Putin is not, um, is not, okay, you just did, you did these horrible things, but we can't work with you or take you seriously. Like he has the same goals as us. I think we need to all work together to understand each other's goals. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that it's a big mess and our, 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 our stubbornness and our empowerment and, all of this shit that we're, it makes it really hard for anybody to tell anybody else anything negative. So people have to kind of come to that understanding on their own accord. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, Putin can't be told to change. He has to, he has to want to change and he has to make it, you have to make it appealing to him, you know? Yeah, I know. But look, for example, the CNN, the, the review on Don't Look Up, and they were not so positive about Don't uh, Look Up. And they wrote basically that they think it's a big mistake that always the right wing people or the, the Republicans are, it's their fault that the earth goes under. They're getting portrayed as the total fucking idiot. So, and. Uh, it's some truth and, to and that. They want, they, they, they want <laughs> similar to what you want. No, no, that you talk with everybody. You know that you that you basically uh, um, have a, have a different approach uh, to to things like this, even in movies. But the big problem, and that is where I disagree with CNN, is there are subject matters you cannot see it both ways. You know, I mean, it's it's just like. Uh, uh, and that is where where I draw the line. And and I have over the years, I have left and re- and, and right views. I have like I'm not political in one corner. Yeah. I try to see problem where a problem is. I criticized a lot of the Corona shutdowns for yep. being ineffective, like being like completely. For example, the last two days. We went here to like a, a Europe park. It's like an indoor pool area. In summer, you have indoor and outdoor pool area. But now in winter, of course, it's only indoor. There are two or 3,000 people in a huge indoor pool area where you have like tons of slides and stuff like this. So now you have in that state where that, where that happened, where that thing is open, uh, little shops like when you go whatever buy shoes or whatever they can take only like five customers at a time they have to control if you're vaccinated and everything right so in a little shop but then they allow three or four thousand people in a swimming hall right so where i mean it's warm it has to get warmed up so that you don't freeze so i i can only imagine what kind of breeding like virus breeding herd that was and then, you know what they said at Universal when I asked them that with the water park? I was like, it's COVID. How come How come people not get sick? They're like, oh, there's so many chemicals in that. You don't really need a mask. I don't know if that's true. Because, look, there's a lot of chemicals in the water. But the, the, where the, the, the major, let's say, spread will be, of course, in the long staircases going up oh. where you wait and wait and wait to get your turn on the slide. So you are in small hallways where four or five people uh, shoulder by shoulder going up a stair, staircases up to do, to do the slide, right? Yeah. 
Okay. That, that, that is, you spend half of your time trying to get to get in line. It's like when you have a roller coaster weight, it's outside uh, yeah. normally. It's different, but inside. But that is not, not everything what I wanted to say. So it's okay. like France, there were 50% French people in that thing because it's right at the French border. And in France, if you look at the numbers, they have an, a mega corona disaster right now. They have 200,000 infections a day. That, that is like, if you calculate it up to America, it would be 2 million a day. France has only like 35, 40 million population or 45 million, but not, not a lot. So it's, it's, it's like, so they have a, a shit show in France. But they can cross the border because there's no border, right? Between France and Germany, you can just drive through. There is no border anymore. So now they're going all in Germany swimming and they're allowed to come in and do this. Oh. But, you, but you know, but you as a German, I didn't need, I needed even a test to get water in as seven years old boy who gets tested in school every second day. We needed a, a test from the day and Natalie and I came only in because we're boosted, right? We have three shots already each. So we came in, but now think about all the French people coming in. So it's totally absurd. And that is what I meant with, with uh, uh, I was criticizing of course, a lot of political decisions about Corona. And I think, for so, example... Big, so wait, big... wait, wait, hold on. I just have a question for you. So yeah. what do you think? Do you think that the solution should be that there's a worldwide standard? Since COVID affects everybody worldwide, shouldn't yeah. there be a worldwide like rule that has to be uh, followed that's consistent from country to country? What do you think? Um no, that is very tough because you also have to see the individual numbers of countries, right? So, but but I think, for example, when France, in a situation like what France right now has, they shouldn't be allowed to travel at all. So you think that Germany should be in better communication with their neighbors in this situation? Then? Yeah, and should say French people are not allowed anymore. I mean, look at the, like Germany had yesterday 23,000 uh, infections, France 210,000, and, and Germany has doubled the population of France. So, I mean, uh, what is this? That is, oh. I, I, you know, like you cannot sell Germans that they cannot do anything anymore. Yeah. You know that? shuts down and the movie theaters are closed again and stuff like this and then you you basically uh, let let the people in from france uh, and have a totally different ruling on them and say well who the fuck as long as you're twice they came in twice vaccinated so if you're twice vaccinated from france you just get in so and and uh, we needed the booster we needed already uh, three but that is also the, the the thing what i what i wanted to say about the the, the subject of the political views i think uh, we need to go away from that poisoning your Democrat or Republican, from that poisoning you're a communist or you're a total capitalist. All that things are made up. They're not working. Real. Yeah, it's not real. People think yeah. I'm a Republican because of my fucking sense of humor or the fact that I'm not like goody two shoes, like, yay, you know, like yeah. that's not true. <laughs> yes. And that, no, but that is the thing. Is we have to get away from this, and and I'm so against this kind of can't look the, the cancel culture this week uh, about the Paul Thomas Anderson film, the licorice, whatever the new Paul Thomas Anderson film. Where the, uh, yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it, but I don't know why. What's so big about this film? No, I mean it's a film about plays in the 70s, right, or 80s. 
and uh, uh, it's two young kids falling in love to each other, whatever. But but no, the Asian watchdogs, whatever. We have no watchdogs for everything. So they oh. say that a Caucasian guy in the film insults his Japanese wife because they have a sushi restaurant together, whatever. And he he talks like uh japanese to her like you know like this whatever like so he 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 mocks her the way she talks and that is that, that so now they're asking for a boycott for the whole film nobody should watch the film no oscar nominations whatever and i mean and i didn't watch the film so far but the reality is uh that shows the whole insanity and this kind of insanity drives people to the trumps who give a shit about all of this, right? And, Back in and- the day, people used to frown on that behavior. Like, like I remember Last Temptation of Christ. The the church tried to boycott that because it depicted Jesus as having sex or something. I don't even fucking know. But it was a very small number of people that protested it. But now, because of the no, internet, everybody... No, but you, have to, no, 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 but you well, have to see... I, I think it's very important to to uh, to to see what what the reality is. The movie plays in the seventies, and that is a character in a movie. It's not Paul Thomas Anderson who mocks Japanese. Yeah. But you have to like if you make a film about the Ku Klux Klan, uh, it would be totally absurd if the Klan members say uh, the, the, the nice you know the colored persons whatever i mean you have to if you make a fictional film the characters have to be portrayed real yeah and if you have people living in the 1800s or uh, uh, nazi guys uh, uh, torturing uh, uh, people in a concentration camp then you only have a good film if they're doing what they're doing and they're saying what they're saying and what they're believing in i mean otherwise you don't have a film so, I think and, that the pro- the problem is is that these people are saying, yeah, but it's not really that necessary to move the story forward. You could do it in a different way, but that's like handcuffing no, artists. No, you can't. And you remember when we had that discussion before in uh, that they asking to censor like Gone with the Wind and stuff like this, oh, right? Yeah. So, and they want to alter films. They want to like change films or books. So, like you with the guys with the guns and they put ice cream cones in their hands. Remember you that? Or you have the birth of a nation and the Ku Klux Klan are bad guys now, but in reality, they were the good guys in birth, birth of a nation. So, but that is, but yet think us through. That, that is the thing what I would answer all that cancer culture people and Twitter trolls about it. Think it through. We would change the whole history, everything, the history books, the movies, the books, uh, whatever, based on our moral ideas from right now. And then we change it all. And future generations who read them books from the 1700, from the 1800, watch movies from 1940, they think everything was always politically correct. They think everything was always great. There were, there were never slave drivers. There were never uh, uh, concentration camp guards. And, we, not, and we, we repeat that shit because we, yeah, exactly. you know, they would, they, we would fake the history because the history of the world is, of course, only reachable for us or that people can learn about us through old documents. 
So it's and it's not about your grandma and the grandma of your grandma and the grandma of your grandma told everybody and now you know it. No, it's like what are we learning? What people learning about the history of the earth is all mostly from books. So and, and then later, since a hundred years, also from films. You know, yeah. so, and I mean, we cannot change or alter it. If 1930 uh, in films, people said nigger, that was the word they used because they were total racist and black people had no rights to change that word and do a dubbing of it would change the whole narrative of the history of the earth. And this only to, to, uh, uh, to please some Twitter watchdogs. I mean, we have to we have to know what is here on stake. It's right? fucking like a, a film has turned into corporate product saying we know that we're removing the teeth from our product, but it's making us more money. So the product, which is incredibly influential to people, is becoming yeah. more just like toy shit that doesn't say anything to distract people as opposed to film actually inciting new thought or making us reflect on our own lives, which is what made me fall in love with film in the fucking first place. When you replace actual cinema with commercial fucking on the uh, commercial product with, with, with Star Wars corporate think tank and then not have anything else, you are uh, limiting yourself and you're being controlled in an incredibly narrow way. Um, so yes. I agree. Yeah, and there's also... And that is also when, when, when that is a different subject matter, but it's a little connected to it. Oh, it, it is. It is. I mean, I'm hearing it opens up so many different thoughts. This yeah. is, it all, it all comes like, together, you know? No, but yeah, what you, what you just said is, is about what is the real motivation when you talk about film to make a film? So there are two totally different motivations what drive film. And I would say there are 80-20. 80% or 90% of films or TV films and theatrical films, whatever, getting made because people think what is, what we can do, what the people want. There's no other motivation. As we want to make money, I want to get financing, we want to do something what the people want. So what, and then they assume what the people want. And what, what comes out of it, as we see the last 10 years, leads to 200, $300 million expensive movies and everything else goes to shit. Like nothing else gets done from the studios at least, right? So they, they shrinked all their, let's say, uh, Paramount Vantage and Fox Searchlight and all that companies and, and the, in the very early Myromax and, and, and all that stuff uh, almost dissolved. And what is left is that big, big, big event films. And 20% of the films who get made, getting made because an individual person wants to tell something, wants to tell a story. It can be a personal story but it, or a political story, like I was political driven, uh, or the Adam McKay in the big short, or now uh, 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 Don't Look Up. They want to tell some stories where they feel, or where I felt with Rampage, with Dafur, whatever, uh, where I want to bring across a part of a history or a part of an idea or a political idea, whatever, uh, uh, and, and, and bring it in a kind of a story to not only entertain the people, but also to, to 
change the people, to move the people. That I do, I, I do this kind of films, or uh, a lot of other people maybe also, because they think I want to do this because I want to have an impact on society, on the people, whatever. And of course, I hope I get the money back. So that is maybe 20%. And 80% is just made based on there's no agenda in, there is no emotion in. It's just they would also, if you tell all that people, you know what, we just wire you 100 grand a month uh, and you do nothing, they would happily take it. Uh, not the actors, but the, the people involved in, in this kind of productions, because then it would have 1.2 million bucks a year uh, risk-free and work-free. So, and but that but that is a key uh, a key change and a, a, a thing because the society changed because of the internet and the TikTok and all that bullshit. What now infiltrates also the young generations? They have no attention span. And then when we were young, the same age where they watching now Avengers or Spider-Man or Matrix was when we watched Apocalypse and now the Deer Hunter, Jaws, French yeah. Connection. That was yeah. the same age. I was 17, 18, 19, 20, where I watched all that films and that were my heroes. I loved The Godfather. I loved uh, uh, Goodfellas. So, but they are not. They, they will not watch the, even The Irishman uh, they never watched even if it was free on Netflix. And, and that changed so drastically that the people now are basically almost exactly how they're getting portrayed in, um, in Don't Look Up. Yep. You know, they're dying happily if they have 20 million followers. They think they reach everything on earth. What is reachable? What is what is what you want to reach is, is like followers or likes or stuff like this. And that was all not really, I mean, you're younger as me, but it was all not, not really existing when I grew up. All of this didn't matter at all. And, and I think that is the thing what massively changed and what makes also this young generation so unpolitical and so totally uh, uh, vulnerable to fall in a fascist fascistic new world they don't care they will not there will be no revolution if america turns turns uh, fascism there will be no revolution because they have they have nothing in them they have no energy to fight for freedom you know it's i, it's, think, I think that the people who could have um become people who could have rocked the system they're hoping or somebody the corporate doesn't care the disney doesn't care that like this person could have potentially been the president of the united states for example and changed history but they're too busy uh watching the avengers and shows and they're they're just doing some job that uh, you know that they they could do more but this is this is what the, the prison that this kind of thoughtless shit locks you into you never get inspired to to move beyond anything you're retelling other people's jokes. You're living through other people's lives through memes and online shit instead of going out and making your own and rocking the world. Real cause. Um, uh, yeah, being a super fan of some Star Wars movie and working on your cosplay all year is really interesting, uh, I guess, expressively, art-wise, but it means nothing. And it doesn't fucking change the world. When we die... That's fucking it. And what we leave behind is our legacy. 
So let's try and fucking do something to make this world a better place for each fucking other and stop trying to take away each other's dignity. There's a lot of people that I don't agree with out there, but you know what? I don't want to fucking shame them. Let's stop being yeah. hypocrites. Let's no, stop but, hypocrites. But I know, but that, but the, the system is is so off. Uh, but it's what I meant, meant. Like if Trump would take over, right? It would be like the fascism light. It would be like this kind of direct election, they declare victory, and then you know what will happen is. As long as everybody gets paid and, and all the industry can keep going what they're doing and you don't change it to communism or what, uh, nobody will revolt. They will just people, need to, people need to stop saying, whoa, Biden's look at Biden. When we say Trump, Trump, potential Trump is, is uh, you know, this situation, people will just try to say, look at Biden, look at Biden, instead of fucking listening to what we're saying. Like, stop. Biden is not a fucking imposter president. Give it up. Accept reality. Stop trying to fucking live in la la land because it's hurting us. You know. Yeah, but but yeah, but is what I mean is like it, it it we we don't reach a lot of people. I think one of the best films of the year was that uh, the Henderson versus the Machines, that animation film on Netflix with the family. She wants to go to college, and then the machines like a basically a cell phone takes over. Uh, from like a tech guru, like a Steve Jobs kind of guy. Did you watch that film? No, I, I saw that it was on someone's top 10 list, but I'm, yeah. I usually don't watch cartoons. Number one on, I think it was on number one of, of, uh, of all streaming films uh, or Netflix films of the year from the Hollywood Reporter whatsoever. Oh. And, and no, it's, it's an amazing animation film because it works totally for adults too. It's really funny. It's well made. But the key point is this, that... The, the cell phone, like the artificial intelligence, basically, decided that, uh, so they switch, just switched the wireless off. Like, you have no more internet. But if you go in little mini spaceship bubbles, where you can sit with two or three people in, and they lock you into it, right? So it's like your jail, basically. But if you go on free will in your little jail, you have internet. And I, and I tell you, like, there's a funny scene in the film where they all go, like, they, like you basically, they cannot, they're all so addicted to their cell phones that I think if, if you would actually put that choice out, you're gone. There will be no more internet for you ever. Or you just go there and we incarcerate you and feed you. And you can surf on the internet. 24-7, they all did it. And I think that is very close to the reality. I think that is actually, I, I, I mean, from young people of today, take a 17-year-old girl, the cell phone away, she has no existence. It's over. It's like a part of her body. She would she would also implant it in her brain if she could. And, and uh, I love that scene because it shows how bad it already is. You know, how bad we are already with this addiction and the, the inability to, uh, to do anything. Yeah, we and can't see ourselves. We need to be able to see this is a fucking problem. People yes. try to rationalize to themselves. They give themselves all these excuses why they can fucking get away with doing it. Stop making excuses and start fucking waking up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I, I think that that is the thing. Uh, uh, 
this has been a great episode. I don't know if you want to wrap it up now or if you want to keep going. It's up to you. It's already like 47 minutes. Yeah, we have five more minutes. It's all good. It's the last okay. day of the year. So, uh, yeah, so wait, wait, wait. Let's wrap it up with with an interesting what – what is the thoughts that you want someone to take into the new year? Like what, what, what do you think you want to tell people for 2022? No, I, what, what I personally hope for 2022 is that we really leave it behind us, like the corona. I think with, so uh, the daughter of my wife and the grandma had Omicron, right? They were both two times in Vancouver. They were two times vaccinated and both had only mild symptoms, including the 78 years old grandma yeah yeah no yeah i'm very happy that she's okay you know and thanks to the fact that she uh, was double vaccinated it was not a bad corona because in her age she's overweight also uh, um, she wasn't a big risk to get a very bad corona maybe so and i think that it shows that yes the the vaccinations working not long enough and they're not a hundred percent working but they're working good enough so that you don't die on Corona. And I hope this together with the Pfizer COVID medication pill, what, what now gets in big production numbers out there, will let us leave that pandemic behind us. Omicron is not so hard as Delta, and we have it now in our hands with the vaccines plus the pill for like the pill after to keep the hospital intensive care uh, centers more empty and uh that we actually can can do something you know so and 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 leave it behind it i mean that is my only my my biggest hope for 2022 is that we can go back to normal lives where you have no limitations of your life and no testing whatever it's like just do whatever the fuck you want if you want to have a mask on in a supermarket do it if not you don't uh we're back to normal protect yourself uh, you know, if you're vulnerable, if you're old, protect yourself. Don't don't go to the Rolandica pool where I went, for example. You know, but I want the life back, and I don't want when I go in a restaurant uh, to to go for a test before or whatever. You know, or when I go in an airplane, I just like want to go in an airplane and fly and don't have a mask on, and because it's like for me, eight hours of mask on is horrible. It's, it's not, it's not. Nice. So I basically hope that that goes behind us. And at the same time, I hope that the world works closer together and better together for global warming, that we really need an action plan, how we handle what is coming up. And we should learn from don't look up because it's a good uh, a warning sign that if we continue the way we continue, we're not getting anything done. Two examples for it. In, in the end, is the uh, the new uh, Agra eco, uh, minister, uh, secretary of state in Germany, who is uh, responsible for farming. He's from the Green Party, and he said, "We uh, meat has to get more expensive. We have to completely switch to biological uh, uh, raising animals, and we don't want to import meat and whatsoever." And they rip him apart. He said three weeks in office. And he basically said nothing else as what every single scientist on the planet says, that CO2 with mass meat production is one of the biggest drivers of global warming. And he, Yeah, that's why I always eat some Beyond Burger, even though I don't just 
eat i don't not vegetarian i'll try and do things like that if i can like if i see a plant-based alternative i'll eat it to just try and limit my meat consumption a little bit i just wanted to interject with that anyway keep going totally and that is what i think i think it has to be more expensive and it has to be less production overall worldwide uh, there is no way around it. And, and uh, yeah, Beyond I, Burger costs hate, more to make and more to media, buy. I, but I hate the media that they gen, then attack him instead of support it. There's yeah. the same media who's writing uh, on the next page, if you're not vaccinated, you're a QAnon guy. The same people bashing that guy because the poor, poor people who doesn't have so much money cannot eat a fucking steak every day. Sorry, but if you're poor, 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 you also cannot drive a Lamborghini. You're happily driving like a Honda. So, and that is the thing. I mean, who? there is no right of an individual person to eat meat, period. So, and meat is in our way for to defend uh, uh, global warming. So that is, that is the one example. And, and the other one is that Lufthansa, to not because now uh, the tra travel felt apart again right because of omicron so and lufthansa to not lose the start and landing thing did eighteen thousand empty flights in the last week oh my god think about that you're flying to new york nobody is in because it's on your plan to fly and you know how much a fucking overseas flight burns in co2 Oh, that will I mean, also the gas that they're wasting. That's expensive that's gas. What I mean. It's it's ridiculous. How can they do this? It's it's because of the the landing licenses, right? The start and landing license. You can you can lose your slot in an airport like New York or whatever. You use your slot if you don't fly every day and land there at four p.m. So there really? were fifteen thousand senseless empty flights. <clears throat> I think that is a crime. That's crazy. And I didn't know is, that. No, it's crazy. And I bet that happened with United too. Oh, you know? So yeah, but and and the, the, all this shit, the stuff needs to be changed from the ground up, it sounds like. Yeah, and I think if we don't change this behavior, if I would be the Lufthansa CEO, yeah. I would grab the phone talk to the airplanes, to the airports and would say, look, guys, because of Omicron, uh, nobody flies. So we have to cancel half of our flights to North America, half of our flights to Canada, half of our flights to whatever Spain, France, uh, because nobody wants to fly right now. Uh, and we contact you when we are ready to go again. So and if you want to sell our slots, uh, slots then do it but we're not flying senselessly because of the global warming threat what we all have and the co2 reduction we have to do we're not flying senselessly empty airplanes back and forth end of the story yeah. i mean you cannot do this what they just did and i think that is it's it's uh, uh but that shows that the greed and the money is still the only thing what drives the world and that they actually totally don't get it what is on stake yeah. you know and that is exactly how they showed it don't look up they still don't get it that it's our life on stake nothing else no yeah they, they don't realize the severity of it so they're not taking it seriously i agree with that totally you know now yeah Okay, so then uh, I think we both wish everybody a good start in the new year. 
and uh, we hope for the best, right? Yeah, everybody try to treat every ch- each other with respect, even if you don't agree with the other person. Try to not, um, you know, humiliate or delegitimize other people whose uh, opinions that you may not agree with. And also, if you see something on TV or in the movies that you don't like, don't fucking cancel it. If you see a comedian who says something that is dumb that you don't agree with, don't fucking get enraged like a grandma from the 80s writing a pen a pen letter to the fucking TV station about how offended she was. You got to fucking be strong. You got to get the fuck over it. And you got to stop being such a bitch. I hate, not not you, there's people out there who do that. People out there who do that. So that's my wish for the new year. Happy 2022. Okay, have a good one. We talk soon. In a few days, we do the next one. Yes, take care. We'll see you later, Uva Ball. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.